Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What It Takes to Be a Woman. My name is Madison, um, your friendly neighborhood pregnant retired sugar baby. I am back again. I know it has been a hot fucking minute, as always, per usual for me, um, because I'm an unorganized disaster. Anyway, um, first and foremost, please follow us on Instagram at What It Takes to Be a Woman. No spaces, no anything, just What It Takes to Be a Woman on Instagram. Um, I'm going to be posting on there a lot more frequently. Um, I have more to post, so that's what I'll be doing a lot more in the future or coming up. Um, so please follow us on Instagram at what it takes to be a woman. And I apologize because I know it has been a hot minute and I said I'm going to be recording more podcasts and I always, always say that and then I always seem to let myself and you guys down if I have, you know, for my frequent listeners. Um, and I do truly apologize for that. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it in my last podcast, but I was trying to get a new job when I recorded last and I finally got a new job and I thought I would have more time with this job and with being pregnant and starting this new job and where I'm working, it's just a little more difficult for me to find the energy and the time to record a podcast. Um, during the week, it is just, um, not happening. I am so busy during the week. I work five days a week. Um, almost 11 hours every day. So, um, I'm working at a daycare center and they're just a little low on staff. So, um, we've all been working more hours. Um, we're a lot of hours. So, um, but anyway, that is why I haven't been recording new podcasts. However, um, we're closed down for the next two weeks because somebody got COVID. So, um, I will have lots of time to record podcasts for you guys. Um, that should last a while until I have another break where I can record again. Um, and I have a lot of topics to cover that I've been wanting to cover, um, that I have been planning, that I already have notes on. Um, I just haven't had the time to sit down and I apologize, but I am here today. We are recording podcast today. Um, yes. And I do have to get tested for COVID today. Again, I just got tested maybe last week because I was sick and I'm um, sorry, I just need to take a drink. Mm-hmm but I was sick. So I had to get tested for COVID before I could go back to work. And, um, now we all have to get tested again because people got COVID at my work. But anyway, um, so our topic today is going to be pregnancy. Um, I did say in my last podcast that this is not going to be a pregnancy podcast. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about all the time on this podcast. Like I said, I still I'm very interested in talking about how I got pregnant in the first place and um, the things that come along with sex relationships and women's health. But pregnancy obviously goes along with that and with, you know, my theme of this podcast. Um, So here and there, I'll probably mention stuff to do with my pregnancy, especially, you know, the further along that I get. Um, I do need to put a trigger warning. We are going to be talking um, in detail about pregnancy. And although I've been fortunate enough um, to be able to get pregnant and to have a healthy baby. Some people are not, and this is a very, very difficult topic for um, a lot of people. Um, So please, if this is something that um, is going to trigger you, I'm just warning you beforehand, you might want to click out of this podcast and listen to um, another one for right now, um, because I'm, that's all I'm talking about today is pregnancy, the ins and outs of what has been happening with me and mine. Um, Yes, but yeah, I just wanted to put that before. Um, so yes, 
pregnancy. I am pregnant. I am 11 weeks and a few days. Let me look because I have my fancy dancy app. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> um, I have the app What to Expect, by the way. If you're pregnant and you are looking for an app to use, What to Expect is so good. Um, one of my uh, friends who actually just had a baby um, recommended it to me and I'm in love. I had another app before and this one's just so much it's just better. Um, okay, so I'm 11 weeks and three days, and my baby is as large as a strawberry or as big as a large strawberry. I'm an inch and a half right now. Um, how exciting. I'm in month three, so I have six months to go. Um, anyway, so I'm 11 weeks pregnant. Um, my symptoms right now are pretty mild. Um, I've just been tired. Um, I'm not sick anymore, which is really nice. Um, I've just been tired and bloated um, and hungry, <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so those are my symptoms right now. They're pretty mild, which is nice um, and gassy as well. But that has just been kind of like a theme for my pregnancy. I seem to be a um, gassy person anyway because I burp a lot, but it's been pretty um, bad, I guess, lately. Uh, anyway, Okay, so I found out I was, oh, I'm going to get into that in a second. I'm sorry. Um, so when I found out I was pregnant, I thought I was eight weeks along. Um, that's what I was telling people that I was seven or eight weeks along. Um, I thought I was going to be due the end or middle of April. Um, and when I went to the doctor, they said I was 12 weeks along based on when my last period was. Um, the thing about my period is it's really janky. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast that, I mean, I was on the depot and it really fucked up my period that I didn't have one for like um, a year. And really that period that I had in June, which is the one that we're referring to pregnancy wise, um, was one of the first and only periods that I'd had since April of 2019. So it was, I knew that that was not correct. And if that was the case, Dominic was not the father. Um, which, yeah, that's fun. But I knew that that wasn't correct. I knew that any of the guys that I had had sex with before him um, were not, uh, it was not a possibility. Um, so anyway, um, but we were all on different pages of when, how far along I was. So my doctor wanted me to get an ultrasound, um, which usually you don't get this early on. Sometimes they do. It depends on which doctor you go to. But I had to get an ultrasound before I even saw my gynecologist. Um, I had just spoken with a nurse um, trying to figure out when my, you know, when I'd be due or, you know, when I conceived and all that stuff. And anyway, but we had my gynecologist scheduled me an ultrasound and um, they tried to do a regular ultrasound on my uterus and they couldn't see anything. Um, and so they had to do a transvaginal cause my baby was so small. Um, it was just, I think it was the size before a blueberry. Let me look. I was only six weeks along when, um, I had my ultrasound done, which means that I was, um, only five weeks along when I told my family and friends, which my doctor said was okay because, um, you know, I'm young and healthy. Um, however, that can be kind of dangerous to do. Um, usually from eight to 12 weeks, they say it's a good healthy range to start telling people. Um, but that's okay. You know, th things happen. But anyway, so at six weeks, I was only the size or my baby was only the size of a sweet pea. So a tiny little baby. Anyway, um, but we're at 11 weeks now. But that's what my first ultrasound was like. Um, 
for gender ultrasounds and things like that, they usually are able to just do an outside or normal ultrasound because your baby's big enough to see it on the outside. But this was literally the tiniest thing I'll show. Uh, I'll post a picture. I mean, it's the size of a pea. <laughs> That's how big it was. Um, so it was just hard to see. So they did transvaginal with that giant ass um, probe. It hurt so bad per always. I've had that one done so many times at this office and it's just too big. It hurts so bad. Um, anyway, onward. Um, so I have had a, you know, beginning meeting. So my first appointment that I went to, I just spoke with a nurse. Um, so that appointment, just what to expect if they do it this way, lots of places, I'll explain how they do it at other places, but this is how mine was. Um, I met with a nurse who explained to me everything to expect going forward in pregnancy. Um, she gave me, they prescribed me prenatals and, um, nausea medication um for morning sickness um which is all day sickness but we'll get there um and yeah so they prescribed me medication um she talked to me about my pregnancy what to expect um what happens when I finally give birth here are um different mother support groups that you can go to here's yoga classes it, it was just a whole bunch of information about pregnancy how to keep my body safe obviously no smoking no drinking um there's certain foods that you absolutely cannot eat um, you know, raw fish, things like that. So it was, um, yes, that's what my first appointment was like. Um, right after I was finished with that nurse, she sent me downstairs to get labs done, blood work done, um, to make sure that I was not going to be, um, <sighs> to make sure that I didn't have certain diseases that I would pass on to the baby. Um, that I was going to have a healthy pregnancy and all of that, and all my stuff came back negative. I'm really grateful. Um, my HCG levels were normal. Um, HCG, I cannot tell you what it stands for, but it basically is the hormones in your body um, that pregnancy gives off, I guess. That's the best way I can describe it, um, but they go up and up uh, going with your pregnancy, so um, the further along you are, the higher your hormone level is, obviously, um, so that's what your HCG levels are. Mine were normal. Oh, pardon me. Everything was fine with that what in the world? Sorry. Um, <clears throat> and then for my first appointment with my doctor, um, she was going to do the heartbeat, but since I was so, um, early on in my pregnancy, we weren't going to be able to hear a heartbeat even with a Doppler. Um, I don't even think that it had a heartbeat at six weeks. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that I didn't even get a heartbeat until nine weeks, two weeks ago. So, um, uh, yes. So we did not do a heartbeat that day, but she did talk to me about, um, what her role is going to be my OB. Her role was going to be moving forward. She was talking to me about how she is going to do her best to deliver my baby. And um, we talked about a C-section because that is a something that I I um, am thinking about um, or weighing the options between a C-section or just regular vaginal birth. Um, and so we talked a little bit about that. And usually for your first appointment, they do they do your laps they run all your vitals and they get to see the or hear the heartbeat um my doctor's office told me that they like to do appointments between 8 and 11 weeks pregnant so obviously i was early <laughs> to be having these first appointments um so my pregnancy feels longer just because i thought i was 2 weeks longer my doctor thought it was um a couple months longer. Um, so it's just been, it just feels a little draggy 
on right now, just in the beginning part. Um, it's feeling less like that now that I'm getting up in weeks. Um, I think it felt like that before when I thought I was eight and nine weeks along. And now that I'm past eight and nine weeks, it doesn't feel like that so much. But anyway, um, so that's just what to expect a little bit going into your first appointment if you are pregnant. Okay, onward. Um, so found out I was pregnant on August 25th of this year and, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to get emotional. Um, I told, um, my mom was there when I took the test and she was extremely supportive right off the bat. Um, I was scared that I might have to be a single mom because Dominic and I had not known each other for very long and... I, my mom and I were just preparing for me to be a single mom when I first found out I was pregnant. Dominic was not there. Um, I was not even at my apartment. I was at my mom's house and he was at his parents' house, I believe. And, um, yeah. So the next person I told, <laughs> I hope Dominic doesn't listen to this, was actually my friend, uh, Rory, who was on the podcast, um, the last podcast I put out and Rory was beyond excited. And then, uh, from there I told, um, you know, other friends and then obviously Dominic, um, Dominic was extremely scared for, you know, those first few weeks after finding out it's just a scary time, especially unplanned and very young, uh, you know, pretty young. It was just really scary. And then some of the reactions, obviously, of family members was a little hurtful. People saying that I should have been on birth control. People saying that I can still get an abortion and things like that, which, um, yes, you know, I could get an abortion and I, I should have been on birth control or whatever. But, you know, I have my own reasons for not being on birth control and I have my own reasons for not wanting an abortion and why I'm keeping the child. Um, but it was really hard. Um, some of those reactions from people who you just didn't ever um, expect in your life to react poorly, to be upset at you or angry. And um, it's really hard because I understand how shocking it is. Um, a good example, which my father is an extremely supportive person. And for those of you who know me, we are very close now. <laughs> um, but he reacted really, it broke my heart how he reacted. It just seemed like he was really disappointed in me. And, um, anyway, that's just a good example. He's fine now. He's excited to have a child. He was just shocked. But, um, for me, it was just really hard because I didn't expect that from my dad. I expected him to be, you know, excited off the bat, but it's just hard. And, um, yeah, so I understand now that people just have my best interest in mind, and it's just shocking and scary. Like, oh my gosh, this girl who just turned 20 is now having a child, and, um, you know, my friend who I'm trying to support who, you know, barely started living on her own, barely met this guy, she's now pregnant with his child, and all this stuff. I know that it's all very concerning. Um, so I understand that aspect, but it has been hard, um, for us <laughs> with some of the people in our lives and having some people 
not want to be in our lives anymore um, and some people that we've had to cut out of our lives, which I'm going to talk about in later. Um, but yes, telling friends and family was fun and not fun at the same time. Um, but I'm glad that it happened. People are, you know, the people who are supportive are still here in our lives and those who are, you know, who were very negative about it, um, or who vocally, you know, did not want to be in the child's life or no longer in our life, which is just the way it goes sometimes. And those are tough decisions. And, um, it's really tough, you know, losing people that you really love, but sometimes, um, that happens. I'm going to talk more about it. I'll explain more because it sounds like I'm being a horrible person. But anyway, um, I did want to talk a little bit about some of my beginning symptoms that happened when I found out I was pregnant, why I took pregnancy tests, all this stuff. Um, I always told people with Dominic um, that it was not a matter of if I was pregnant, it was when. Um, I knew that I was going to get pregnant eventually with Dominic. Um, I was not not trying to have a baby. Um, I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast, but after my nephew was born and seeing the way that my sister was with my nephew, um, my mind just switched. I wanted a child <laughs> and I don't know why I just had this feeling that I needed to be a mom right now. So I wasn't necessarily opposed to having a baby. Um, was it necessarily our intention to for me to get pregnant? No, um, but I did and we weren't necessarily being the safest. Um, that's okay. Sometimes that's just how it goes. And I'm really grateful to have a child, um, or to be having a child. Um, so some of the symptoms I had were, um, I was having a lot of cramping and my period wasn't coming. And I, again, I have a funky ass period. So I didn't know <laughs> if, it was just weird, the cramping and no period, because usually I would have it, even though my period's a little whack. Um, usually I would still have a period. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, that was my number one symptom that I had. And that is why I got a pregnancy test. I was like, this is really wacky. Um, yeah. So I took a pregnancy test, like I said, in my mom's house and it was positive, positive. You could not tell me that, that was negative in any way, shape or form. It was not a faint line or anything. It was the most positive test I've ever seen. There's no doubt in my mom's mind, in my mind that I was pregnant. Um, pardon me. Those beginning symptoms though, because I did find out, I think I was, had just gotten, like, I would just, um, I was only like four and a half weeks when I found out. Sorry. Um, anyway, um, were, I was really sick, um, and very, very tired. I was working the night shift at a hospital, 13 hour shifts, and I wasn't able to sleep at night. I wasn't able to sleep during the day. And I wasn't able to drink coffee like I used to, which is a personal choice. You can have one or two cups when you're pregnant. I just am choosing not to drink caffeine. But anyway, um, yes, but there were, um, yeah, I was really sick. And um, uh, some of the things that happen in a hospital are not glamorous to say the least, where it's very easy to um, get nauseous and sick when you're not pregnant. <laughs> so I was getting very nauseous and sick a lot um, working that job. Um, luckily, after I left, it slowed down. And that was also when I was getting into the um, weeks where it does um, usually slow down um, your nausea. And I was able to take my medication and things like that. So um, 
yes, <laughs> my nausea and vomiting thankfully has stopped, but that was something that was a big struggle. I am still tired and I'm starting to get more cravings and that's newer. Um, but really I was nauseous vomiting. I wanted to kill Dominic all the time. It's that's basically gone away. Um, but I really did not like him for um, about two weeks there. Um, and then the cramping, no period, which still uh, happens from time to time, which is okay. Um, it's a growing, changing body inside of you. So <clears throat> anyway, so I wanted to talk about being pregnant young, a little bit more about what has happened with um, what comes along with that. Um, like I said, I got pregnant. I was 19 years old when I got pregnant. Um, and I found out I was pregnant. I had just turned 20. My birthday's August 10th. I found out August 25th. I conceived the 1st of August. So, um, it has just been very crazy finding out that I'm pregnant. Um, besides a friend who lives elsewhere, um, I don't have any friends that are pregnant. I don't, besides my sister <laughs> who lives in Ohio, I don't have friends who are pregnant. Um, none of my friends are you know, in that stage of their life yet, which I'm not blaming them for. I'm not mad at them because this obviously was not on purpose. Um, but it has been really tough because I feel very, um, alone in that sense where it's hard to find people to relate to what, what's going on to me or with me. Um, and it's hard for my friends to relate to where lots of times I'm finding that instead of, um, a few people who are no longer in my life instead of supporting me they just think of themselves um which it can be just a little difficult because this is really difficult time for me um so I don't know like a good example when I first found out I was pregnant I had a friend who just kept saying that um you know I'm trying to talk to this person about my struggles and what's going on with my pregnancy and confide in them as a friend and they just want to talk about what was going to happen if they became pregnant and, um, what they wanted to do with their pregnancy and things like that, which can just be hard. Um, not like I need attention about this 24 seven, but, um, you know, especially in that, those first few weeks of finding out I was pregnant, I really needed, um, a lot of support and not a lot of people flipping onto them and <laughs> turning the attention around. Um, and again, I, this is not some attention thing that I'm trying to do, but it's one of those things where, like I said, it was just so hard. Um, in my mental state, when I first found out I was pregnant, I was just so defeated and hurt or not hurt, but it was just, I can't describe it. It was just really hard. And all I needed from my friends and family was support and, um, just to help me through a little bit. And I am really grateful because I do have a fantastic support system, um, in my life anyway. Um, but the reason that I have decided to cut off specific people in my life, um, is because again, I'm young and most people in their early twenties, um, are partiers, um, heavy drinkers. So a lot of these people I cut off did drugs and things of that nature that I was not at this moment in my life and in theirs comfortable having my child around. Um, an instance happened where I was afraid that if one of my friends watched my child, that 
they might accidentally do drugs or something. And it's just something like that that's scary where I don't even want to risk having somebody who, um, one, prioritizes that in their life right now, which is fine. Again, you're young. Do what you want. Um, It's not your fault that I'm pregnant. I'm not expecting my friends to be in the same space that I'm in right now. Um, But for me, it's just finding people who, one, I can relate, talk to, support them mutually as they're supporting me. Um, Somebody who is not going to be judgmental in my situation and somebody who isn't going to take advantage of me either because that has seemed to be a problem. Um, You know, is a lot of people have, my friends have taken advantage of me. picking them up when they're drunk or things like that, um, driving them to Taco Bell at three in the morning because they're having a mental breakdown and things like that, which I just don't have the capacity in my life to do anymore. Um, and so that is why I decided to cut some people off. Um, some people as well have said really hurtful things about my child that they don't want to be in baby's life at all, that they hate me, they hate Dominic, they hate baby. So obviously those people aren't going to be in the baby's life anymore. Um, and obviously Dominic and I have had to make some really difficult decisions about that because, you know, all that matters right now. And this is what my mom's told me. Um, so many people have told me because I'm like, oh, I, you know, but I really like this friend and it's just all that matters in my life is this child and this baby that is growing inside of me. And if anybody is going to pose a risk to them now or in the future, I don't want them in my life. Um, any sort of risk. And so that is why I have made the decisions I've made. Um, there is no guidebook on how to, you know, be pregnant very, you know, young. And it's just been one of those tough things where um, people have shown their true colors for fuck's sake, you know, and I've really seen what people really think of me um, in this time. And that can be really hurtful. And um, I don't need that stress in my life, you know, so why even have them there? And before I even got pregnant, I was, it's very easy for me to remove somebody from my life if I know they're unhealthy. Um, and I'm going to do a whole podcast about that because I've had a friend ask me, you know, how do you do that? Cause she's had some real unhealthy people in her life and she's like, I don't know how you can just do that. And sometimes you just have to be a little selfish and say, Hey, you know, this is really unhealthy for me right now. It's not benefiting me, um, mentally. Um, it's actually hurting me mentally. Um, so just remove them. Um, and that's just the mindset that I'm in, I guess. Um, so yes, that's why I have removed people from my life. Not like it needs an explanation because I'm my own person. I'm an adult and (laughs) I don't need to explain myself, but, um, I know that some of those people do listen to this podcast and, um, you know, I'm not sorry, you know, I'm sorry that I have lost a friendship with you, but again, I'm prioritizing, my child and their safety, their well-being, and also mine during this pregnancy. It's very important that I'm in a, you know, safe, loving, supporting environment, um, pregnant, so I'm not stressed all the time. And I'm, again, extremely grateful for my support system right now because they are beyond incredible. Um, just the kindest 
loving group of friends and family that I have by my side. And I've never been more grateful in my life um, for all of you. Um, if you're listening, I have never been more grateful in my life because this has just been beyond difficult. Um, and yeah, being pregnant is, um, I'm so sorry. Being pregnant is a real, real blessing. And I am just extremely grateful. Um, even though it's not ideal, which I always tell people, um, I'm still extremely, extremely grateful. Um, to be pregnant and to be able to be a mom. And, um, that is something that I feel really lucky about that I'm having a safe and healthy pregnancy and that I'm able to, you know, still live my life and to everything. I'm just grateful for everything in my life right now. Um, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> One thing as well, my sister's also pregnant this time, but she's already had a baby, and she has been one of the biggest helps right now because she knows everything that I'm going through, but she's my sister as well, and she's also going through this again, and so it's really nice to have her support and love. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm really grateful for my sister right now. <laughs> um... Yes. So pregnancy is a really beautiful thing. Um, sorry. Pregnancy is a really great thing. Um, my doctor told me you're only pregnant once, so take advantage of everything you can while you're pregnant, um, which I'm trying to do. Um, hopefully we're going to be, we're going to be finding out the gender right before Christmas. So if you guys are interested in that, please let me know. I'm sorry that this kind of dragged on. And that I was kind of obnoxious and it was just slow um, today. But I thought it was really important for me to talk about pregnancy. That's basically all that's on my mind right now. But again, I have so many episodes coming um, coming up. Um, and I appreciate all of you who have stuck by my side. Um, but we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.